0: This egg, got a lot to say. On all the things we go through within the day. Politics, dating, recipes, traveling. And yep, of course, I'm the karaoke queen. K-pop. I take no L's. I'm always booking flights. This is my lovely lunatic, lead your life. Ka- kaboom, get two steps in the room. This is my lovely lunatic, lead your life. Kaboom, get two steps in the room. The this is A. And only- a-, 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 a- Oh my goodness, I don't know y'all, I'm trying to get it together. I'm trying to get it together. It's not letting me, but anyway, welcome to my lovely lunatic Leo life. This is the one and only Miss A and I'm back with a vengeance. It's been a minute since I've been gone, but now I'm back. Um, Just a little bit about my podcast, my lovely lunatic Leo life. I had this podcast for about three years, but I took a year off. So I guess technically two years because I did diddly squats and now I'm back. So I hope you guys enjoy. I'm revamping everything. I'm getting a new logo made. It's going to be a whole new type of thing, all right? So allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Miss A. M to the I-S-S-A. No way. Okay, so just a little bit. Just for music licensing purposes, I'm going to be singing the songs that come to my head throughout the show. Um, I can't play the real songs yet because I'm not trying to be sued. But nevertheless, you will be entertained. Mm-hmm. You will be entertained So, About My Love of Lunatic Leo Life Is pretty much About my life And how I like to live my life To the fullest I'm 39 years old No kids, not married I'm single And even though I want kids And I want a husband I'm still living my best life I did a solo trip to Thailand in 2019 Um, I'm from Ghana I go to Ghana quite often And I'm just here to Let you hear my experiences and then we can relate to each other. But I'm not only going to talk about myself. Of course, not everyone wants to talk about me. I'm going to have some people come on and talk about other things uh, like financial literacy, the gastric sleeve, or gastric bypass. Of course, we'll have some ladies talk a girls' night to keep it fun and funky. Um, I'll even have some men come up here and discuss life as a single father or, um, you know, as a handicap. I already got my lineup, you know what I'm saying? So if you would like to come into the show, you can hit me up on my lovely Lunatic Leo Life on Instagram and DM me, and um, I will be more than happy to help you. Okay. <clears throat> So, just a little bit about my background. I do have a radio background. I uh, used to have a radio show at William Patterson University from 12 a.m. to 3 a.m. This was like in 2004. So, this was so long ago, I had like four listeners. But I've grown since then. I was at Streets 96 and Streets 105 with DJ Qua in Newark. Um, I was with Triple Blaze Radio in Jersey City. Um, I used to intern for Wendy Williams, Endoscope, and Power 105, and Honey, I have a story about Miss Wendy Williams. Okay. Yes, girl. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's a little bit crazy, but I, if we have time at the end of the show, then we could talk about it. Um, but for now, I do want to just let you know a little bit about me. Um, I moved to Ghana when I was 30. I'm 39 years old now. I moved to Ghana when I was 30 for about seven months, and I went over there for a man. Yes, girl. A man. And... I ended up secretly getting married to this man. And I, I've known him. I met him eight years ago. We always communicated through that time. But I was just tired of the dudes here in Jersey. I was living with someone at the time and we weren't working out. So I was like, you know what? I fear I'm going to just go to Ghana and see what happens. I didn't plan on getting married. I was kind of tricked into it. But that's another story for my memoir, which is coming soon. <laughs> And, um, yeah, so I got married and as soon as we, mind you, I was staying with my uncle. So when I got married, we never lived together. I was still staying with my uncle, but nobody knew I was married. And we got married in April, I mean, February 23rd of 2013 and I left Ghana in April. So it was only like two months or so that we were together after we got married. I came to America, was doing good for a year. We always communicated through WhatsApp. I ended up getting pregnant by somebody else. Yes, honey hmm A year. I was celibate for a year, though, okay? And I got pregnant by somebody else at 34 where I thought I wanted kids, and unfortunately, I made the decision to terminate the baby, which is on my other podcast from a couple years ago. Actually, from 2020 is when I talked about it. it that's happened in 2016, so it took me some time to really not get over it, but it took time for me to be able to talk about it publicly because that was a huge decision in my life that, you know, I do regret, but I kind of don't regret it because that led me to travel more. After that, I went through a deep depression for a long time, and my friend invited me to go with her to Cayman Islands uh, for her birthday. And mind you, me and her weren't close like that. We worked together at a radio station and might have hung out once. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to go with Cayman Islands, get my mind off of things. And honey, Cayman Islands was so beautiful. I've been there four times, okay? I met a guy over there, you know, and it was just great. I love Cayman Islands, you know, so me going to Cayman Islands started me tripping to a lot of other places. I had planned planned a trip to Thailand in 2019. And it started off with six people going. But of course, you know, when money's due and everything like that, people don't know that down. So I wasn't expecting to go by myself. But when it came down to it, I had to go by myself. And you know what, it was one of the most best trips I've ever taken in my life. I felt like I was supposed to be here alone by myself. You know what I mean? Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I was supposed to be there by myself. And it just, my, my number one comment of that trip is everything happens for a reason. From then on, I have had that mindset that everything happens for a reason. Not everything happens the way you want it or when you want it. It happens when you're mentally prepared for it or when you're ready for it. You know, so... I my trip to Thailand, I love elephants. So I did a whole day with elephants. I did my research with due diligence to make sure I go to places where animals aren't abused, you know, and I also just I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I took cooking classes. I went to Chiang Mai first, which is the northern part of Thailand for about five days. And then I went to Phuket, which is in the southern part. And that's where the beachy stuff is. Chiang Mai is more in the mountainous area. I even did a scooter bike or motorcycle up a mountain for a whole day. It was a, it was a whole tour. It was only three of us. And, you know, I'm a big girl. But, well, back then I was bigger. So I was like, yo, what if a tiger comes chasing me and I can't even go faster on this fucking motorbike because I'm going up a hill with my big ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I was just like... I mean, I was nervous, but I loved it. It was just an amazing experience to go to Thailand. So I say all that to say, you know, most people are scared to travel by themselves um, because of safety reasons. Which, of course, no matter where you go, you have to be careful. You have to be safe. You can't just go off with anybody. You know what I mean? Be aware of your surroundings. But... I wouldn't let anybody stop you from going to experience the world because, trust me, it will change your life. You know what I mean? You just see life differently. You see how people live differently. So I encourage you to travel, even if you don't do it by yourself, which I still do encourage it because you can go out on your own time. You don't have to – you can do anything whenever you want. If you want to sleep all night, and nobody's going to bother you if they want to go out. You know what I mean? So I do encourage you to travel by yourself. If not, definitely travel with others. So another thing that I added to my book is um, a vlogger. I started vlogging in 2020 when I went to Jamaica for my 38th birthday. And um, it was, it's easy, not easy, but I'm not great at it yet. But I'm getting better as time goes on. And I love vlogging. So I've added videographer to my list on top of a podcaster. Um, I did a movie. I act. I had a small part, but it was still a good part. I acted in a movie, so add actress to my my list. Um, what else? Videography, acting, podcasting, blogging. I used to be a blogger too, and I'm now. I'm writing my memoir, basically for the last ten years of my life of me moving to Ghana, secretly getting married, having abortion four years later, and then travel. And it's going to be three different segments because so much has happened in the last 10 years, but it's like in increments, like, honey, trust me, you will be entertained. <laughs> All right. And, um, 2021, I had the gastric sleeve. This is why I will have some people come up and get the to talk so we can discuss more about it. I had, um, I was 280 pounds. I'm 5'10", so, you know, some people don't think I'm that big, but I was a big girl, you know, and I was big for, like, 15 years. I used to play sports in high school, so I wasn't as big as I thought I was, but I I was a big girl. So I did the gastric sleeve, and now I've gone down to 230. I've lost 50 pounds in, like, three – honestly, I lost 50 pounds in less than four months, but I've stayed at that area because I haven't been doing what I'm supposed to do. So that's what I'm trying to um, work on now is – my confidence. After I had the gastric sleeve in 2020, I had it September 2021. Um, so September to December, that's when I was in the house. I was just recovering and I really was going through a mental situation, not a bad situation, but I was like, mentally and spiritually changing and physically changing you know I don't know if it's because I wasn't eating I started contemplating life and how it's I'm living it and I guess I was going through a depression but I did um get a therapist at least two months before my surgery so we're getting have a flow and she has helped me tremendously through that time from September to December when I had um When I was going through what I was going through, I I was on a liquid diet for a month. I I love to drink water, and I can gulp water down. But after my surgery, even still now to this day, I can't fully drink water the way I want to. I have to take my time with it. So it was a lot of mental stuff that was going on in my head. And at the same time, I just broke up with my boyfriend, who made it worse when we were together. He was, I think he was insecure about me losing weight and looking hella good. You know, he thought he was the one that looked good in the relationship, based off of what he said now that I think about it. But he didn't have no job. He wasn't motivated to do anything. I was lifting him up, but he was not lifting me up. So I had to dead that. So once I left him, it kind of helped me a little bit to just focus on myself and not focus on him and his complaints and what he wanted. and You know what I mean? So that's why I'm single now, okay? And so in December, after I was finally healing, I was starting to be able to eat. Lo and behold, I caught COVID, So that was a whole nother strain on on me. I almost died from COVID and I'm the type, I never want to get vaccinated. I, I, you know, I just felt like just be safe. You'll be okay. I still don't want to get vaccinated. I'm gonna let you know right now. However, I really went through another emotional thing that, that time I had it all of December. I couldn't walk. I couldn't talk. I couldn't eat. Um, I was coughing and throwing up, but not anything from my stomach. It was like throwing up from my chest. I had COVID pneumonia. I was in the hospital for four days, um, a fever every night. Luckily, my oxygen levels were good, so that's the only thing I think that saved me. But I feel like if my oxygen levels were down, like like most people, I don't think I would have made it. And I feel like if I get it again, I'm going to give up because that shit was tough, okay? It was really tough. It was bad. Man. So... Going through that, that brought me to, that's four months of going through a mental, spiritual, and physical awakening. You know what I mean? I don't want to say stress because it helped me to who I am now. No lie. January came, I still had pneumonia, so I didn't really work, (coughs) but I just realized I'm it just opened my mind up and I got more confident with my weight loss. I've always been a confident girl, somewhat confident. Everyone thought I was so confident because I wear what I want, whatever I wanted, even when I was a big girl. I do whatever I wanted. I live my life how I wanted. But now that I've lost this weight, it brought a whole nother thing of confidence to me. And not that I say and I'm better than anybody else, but now I'm focusing on me and things that I want, I've wanted in the for this year has already happened. I've already hit four goals in 2022 and it's only three months in, you know, um, I'm also planning to move to Texas at the end of this year. I'm doing my 40th birthday solo trip to Zanzibar, Tanzania by myself. And, um, I'm also planning a group trip to Ghana in in December, God willing. That's why I need two jobs to be able to (laughs) afford all this. My number one thing about it is to really move to Texas and just start new. I feel like I'll meet my future husband in Texas. Honestly, I'm sick and tired of, East Coast. I've been here my whole life and I wanted to change. There was no specific reason for Houston. I have family out there. Um, not so much, but a little bit of family. I went to visit there a couple of weeks ago and saw some apartments and I'm going back again to look at some more apartments. So that's what my life is looking at right now. 2022, I have so many plans ahead and I just want to share it with you guys. And this is another reason why I started my podcast because I'm going to, Inspire some of you. I'm going to motivate some of you or just entertain you. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be such a great year. And I just want to share it with all of you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. Um, And so I just wanted to let you know that um, it's a lot going on. And I just want to share with you. Um, I don't know if I mentioned that I worked with Wendy Williams a few years ago, and I said I would talk about it at the end of the show, and I'm just going to wrap up now. I do have a special guest coming soon. But, yeah, I used to work for Wendy Williams, and I was her intern, and uh, she actually fired me after, like, three months. I don't even think it was three months, but this is when she was on WBLS, so this is a long time ago. She fired me because she said I was too pushy. And, mind you, I was on my way from vacation coming to her place um, to the internship and I was on the bus when they called to fire me. So of course, I was distraught because I loved Wendy. I loved her. Actually, you know what? Let me start over. I first met Wendy when I was 10 years old. My father worked at Black Enterprise Magazine and he was setting up shop at Black Expo. So me and my brother used to go with my father and help them out. And I used to love it because we always got food. We just had to get time. Wendy Williams was going to be there and I knew I couldn't wait to see her. And I had a fifth grade project to interview somebody you admire. So... I was like, oh, I'm going to interview Wendy. So I went to Wendy. Well, she was broadcasting live. This is when she was on Kiss FM, broadcasting live on a stage. And I was talking to her through her bodyguard. And I you know, explained to him that I have a project for fifth grade to interview. So she was like, OK, we could do a phone interview. So she gave me her phone number. And I called it the next day. And of course, it was a freaking water company. That ain't funny It is not funny Exactly It was a freaking water company that she called That she gave me the number to So she played a 10 year old kid All right Moving along to college, when I went to William Patterson, I started um, on the radio station. But this was like my first week on the radio station, so I, I hadn't met anybody from the Willie Peace station. But I wore my William Patterson station shirt, and there was a community and college radio event in Manhattan, and Wendy Williams was a guest speaker. So I was like, I was excited, I couldn't wait, and so I was like, yeah, I got to talk to her. So um, it turns out that I was running late. I forgot why. So I had to the place the place. It was during her talk. So it was kind of full. So the only place for me to sit was in the front. So imagine me being late and having to go to the front while Wendy's talking. So at the end of the uh, conversation, she asked, is there anybody who has anything to say? I stood up and I already had practiced this speech in my head for so long. So I said, you know, um, when I was 10 years old, I wanted to interview interview you for a project and you gave me the wrong number so if you feel bad for me here's my resume so she took the resume and they called me back to come and intern so I was souped. so that's when I started interning for three months and then I was fired fast forward to a year later I'm working at Bed Bath & Beyond in Wayne And um, I was literally It it was meant to be I was walking past the door to go to the bathroom As she was walking in So we like walked into each other And I was like hi Wendy Yeah I used to intern for you My name's Adrian She's like yeah I remember you Which I didn't believe her But she was like okay walk with me So we're walking and we're talking She's like so what are you doing And I was like you know I'm still in college I'm just working here part time And then she was like would you like to babysit my son Or are you free to babysit my son And in my head I'm like Hell mother effing yeah What I'm ready to babysit. Listen, I can babysit. I can do whatever you want me to do as long as I'm with you. So she was like, all right, well, you know, come by this weekend and you can meet Kevin and, that, you know, little Kevin. He was like five or six at the time. So I started babysitting for her. Then eventually I started tutoring Kevin. And then she was like, you know what? If you want to come back and intern, you could be the head intern. What? Miss Wendy, Yes. Okay, so I had more responsibilities now. Now I'm talking to celebrities' managers to help them come to the show or to an event Wendy's holding. I'm interviewing, or not interviewing, I'm vetting new interns coming in. You know, people had to ask me stuff to do stuff. Okay, so I was a head, not really an HNIC, I was a head intern in charge, you know? So that was a great time. I enjoyed it. And one day, after being there for a year, me and one of my oh, I even went to Puerto Rico and Vegas with Wendy. that's when she met Charlemagne, so when she actually met Charlemagne, I was there. it was in Puerto Rico, and I met him at the same time, and after that that's when he started coming on the show. so he would be at the house sometimes I'd be at the house for the weekend. She never wanted to pay me. I'd be there from Friday to Sunday and get like eighty dollars when I should be getting like two fifty or three hundred dollars. but you know what it's Wendy I didn't care whatever so um I just, oh, when I went to Puerto Rico and Vegas, she wanted to give me, like, two-something. And I was like, you know, that's really not enough. And she was like, well, like, she told me about, she told me off and was like, well, you don't need to get that much. But eventually, she did give me, like, five-something for, it was like a week. Mind you, I missed school. I didn't care either. I missed classes. And I was like, I'm just going away with Wendy, Puerto Rico and Vegas. So um, after that, it was a little bumpy some things you know she was kind of standoffish sometimes but whatever like I said I was happy to be there and um one day me and my good friend were going to an event um when she was doing comedy or hosting a comedy show at comics nightclub in the city so me and my friend went and one of Kevin her husband's friends tried to holler at my friend Sonia but you know girls when you see somebody that you're not feeling and he's all up in you you like kind of wink to your friend like all right pull me away. That's what she did. So I was like, all right, we are about to go to the bathroom. So this little short ass, ugly ass Jamaican who reminded me of, I can't remember his name, but he reminded me of another ugly ass Jamaican. (laughs) He um, told Kevin. So the next thing I knew, I was getting let go from WBL, from interning for Wendy, like, the next week. And Wendy didn't tell me. She had Nicole and Taryn tell me. And I was just like, damn, all right. And I figured it was because of that situation. That's the only thing I could think of. Kevin told Wendy to fire me. So she let me go. I left on good terms. I even bought her a card. I thanked her for everything she did for me, even after tutoring and interning her son. Okay? So after that, I um, was a couple months later. I'm minding my business, um, and I'm at work. And um, I saw my friend call me. He was like, I think Wendy's talking about you on the radio. And she said, this intern who used to babysit and tutor my son from New Jersey um, tried to seduce Charlemagne in my house one time. She tried to sleep with him. Like, I don't know where this came from. It was random. Like, this was months after I left. Like, why did you even, my name come up? I mean, she didn't say my name on the air. But if somebody called me saying, I think she's talking about you, and then you're describing me. And my family and friends know who you' talking about, okay? So eventually, I call, I hit up Charlemagne on MySpace, like, "Yo, what is Wendy talking about? What did you say? Why is she saying this?" He's like, "You know, Wendy, she's blah blah blah." I was like, "Well, try to keep my name out my mouth, out her mouth." So fast forward, this was like in June or something. Fast forward to October, me and my girls was outside um, for Halloween. I was a French maid. I had on a scandalous ass outfit, but for some reason, it was extremely warm that day. Like, it was like. Almost 80 degrees, I remember, because I was in cold. And I had a short dress and a sleeveless dress um, as a French maid. So I saw Nicole. She was um, Wendy's uh, talent booker. And she was with, uh, one of her friends. And me and my friends let Nicole and her friend come sit with us at our table and just party all night long. Next thing I know, the next day my other friend calls me. He's like, yo, what were you for Halloween? I was like a French maid. He was like, yo, what are you talking mad shit? I'm like, what? So apparently she goes on my MySpace on the air with the interns. Like, oh my God, look at her. She looks a hot mess. Nicole told me she saw her. She thinks she's all that. I can make sure she's blacklisted from radio. I could do that. And I was just so hurt. Like, this is Wendy Williams talking about me. At the time, I'm like 24, 25 trying to get into the radio game and you're trying to say you're going to make sure I'm not in it, like you don't want me to be in it. And that hurt my feelings. Like now I could talk about it. I love to talk about it actually. But then that really hurt my feelings. Like, what did I do to when I left on good terms? I cared for your son. I loved your son. Like, what did I do to you to make you hate me enough to make sure I I don't get on radio? You know what I mean? So That's what happened. I called the station. I spoke to her and she was like, well, you're being paranoid. No one's talking about you. I'm not even thinking about you. I'm like, well, everyone knows who you're talking about. Instead of worrying about me, you need to worry about your cheating ass husband. And I hung up the phone on Wendy Williams. Yes, I motherfucking did. That's my nail pop though. Yup, yup, yup. Because she deserved it. She deserved it. Like, how dare you try to take that from me? I didn't do nothing yes girl yes i didn't do anything to her so that's how it ended with wendy and um you know now it's just like i'm living my life i'm doing what i gotta do and i've continued this radio shit even though she tried to knock me down i got back up and i kept going and i'm here i am now years later i've been in this radio game for 20 freaking years okay Or more and I'm just enjoying it and I feel like my time is just coming now. So imagine being in the game for 20 years and just now is your glow up. So I just want to let you know, no matter what happens in life, time is gonna, you know, things will happen in the time it's supposed to we can't rush greatness, we can't expect things to happen. We just got to believe, and I believe so strongly this year. I'm making things happen. I just say it, and I believe it, and things have been happening for me. So I'm super excited to share what the future holds with you guys and I'm super excited to you know meet new people and have you guys come to my show so again if you want to come on my show um or if you have something you need to promote make sure you go to my instagram my lovely lunatic leo life and just hit me up there and then from there we can move forward and I just want to thank you guys for tuning in and I will talk to you soon